Bumming with Bob Let's have a few brews We'll have some fun With the bum wine crew So kick your feet up And grab you a beer Cause damn man I'm glad that you're here Alright, alright, alright. This is Bumwine Bob welcoming you to an all new edition of Bone with Bobcat. And joining us on the show this week is, well, she's an adult performer, a retired competitive athlete, porn director, swinger club owner, fitness trainer, wedding planner, podcaster, blogger, you name it. She pretty much <laughs> does it all these days. It's Miss uh, Corlin Jewell is with us today. Corlin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. How are you doing, darling? I'm doing great. I'm going to be doing even better now in a second as soon as I crack this can open. So so I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. Mine's already open after my last hour. I just told you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had a little, little pregame action before, but I was like a little peek behind the curtain. You know, it's always the fancy, you know, pop the top on the can as you... <laughs> Start recording. Well, I mean, let's get. Started. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking tonight? What, what's on tap for you? Not very exciting. I have to tell you, it's only because I own a swingers club, and when people leave alcohol and beer here, I drink it. So it's a Coors Light. <laughs> hey, hey, nothing wrong. I'm. I cracked open a PBR, so <laughs> I'm. I'm not drinking anything too fancy tonight either. So yeah, I'm a I, blue moon girl. I like my blue moons. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. And and the free free beer is the best beer. So <laughs> if if it's left there. <laughs> hey, there's there's no shame. It's like, okay, what did they leave behind here? Okay, oh, of course, like, I'll crack it open. Why not? You know, this is why I run a swingers club. So I get all the leftover alcohol again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the perks of the of the job, exactly. as I say. So. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, people yeah. would think there'd be other perks, but no. It's like, what alcohol did you guys leave? Oh, there's leftover cookies, and people brought chocolate. Awesome. <laughs> I was, yeah, was going to say, yeah, nobody wants to really hear the details of really what goes on behind the bedroom door there. It's like, what's the other activities that go on in the swingers <laughs> club? You know, there's, you know, there's, there's games, there's, you know, pin the tail on the donkey, there, there's beer, right. there's, there's snacks. It's like, is somebody bringing the, um, you know, the, the queso dip today? I mean, what, what's on the menu? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Oh, my goodness. It's, a, it's an interesting world I live, that's for sure. <laughs> And I was going to say, when I'm running down the, the list of everything you do, and I'm sure I probably missed a few <laughs> in, in the process there, because I mean, you're a very, very, very busy person. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, where well, I was going to say, well, you said you're a, you're a blue moon person. Now, have you now one thing, because this is something new that came across the, to me. I just had this past weekend. Have you had the new uh, the light blue moon, the the, the light sky, oh, right. the, the tangerine one? No, I have not. Is it supposed to be like a lower calorie one? Yeah, yeah. It's like the 90. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the 90 calorie alternatives. I finally had one this past weekend. And? And it's not bad. It's not as flavorful as a a real blue moon. And it does have a little bit of a different flavor because of the tangerine, I guess, instead of the orange. I mean, mean, they're very similar. I mean, it's not too much of a difference. But I guess for people out there that are know watching those few extra calories yeah yeah i used to be i used to be a sugar-free red bull vodka girl that was my drink and that really was my drink but um when you end your night that keeps you awake all night but then you can't sleep at all right right i had the same conversation too with somebody this weekend and we were saying that that's kind of a drink you have to really start your night with 
Yes. And say, okay, you're going out for a long night of partying. You want to get the pregame going. That's when you crack open the, <laughs> the yeah. Red Bull and vodka. You just have to stop it at one o'clock in the morning. I don't think you should still be doing Red Bull vodka. No, 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 no. I mean, unless you don't plan on sleeping, then right. you know, mm-hmm. keep going. But if you start that at like, you know, four or five o'clock and then by eight, move on to something else, then you might be in, in a good, uh, in a good place. But yeah, going all night with quite a few mm-hmm. of them, it's not going to end well. Yeah, no, it's not. And I can hold my alcohol. I used to manage a strip club. So, you know, I could do all the shots that the guys would buy. And so, um, yeah, I'll just keep on drinking and drinking. And before I know it, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, when it's when it's that. Otherwise, it's the other option of you lay down and then the room's spinning and you're like, OK, this was a this is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ever want to go down. That's the best that's not fun feeling. For sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just uh, just talking to the girl that I just interviewed for my podcast, and she, um, I don't smoke pot. I don't care if people do. I've tried. I just can't do it on my own. But I asked somebody to give me an edible to help me sleep, and they told me to chew the whole thing. I only took a half, and I was so high. I, every time I laid in my bed, I thought my ceiling fan was going to eat me. My teeth were green. There were spiders all over my body, and I didn't sleep at all. I was like, this is awful. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, was, this was a bad idea. I, I, I should have done idea. this. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah no, yeah. And some people are like, no, no, it's great. Do it, do it, do it. And it's like, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I should, should have not done that. That was, that was a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> it was a bad idea. And I ran into that person, and they were like, do you remember me? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. you very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not doing that again, though. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, no it's, it's just crazy because I know that the, the, the amount of things that you do, and I mean, I guess I'm trying. I mean, you're, since you're, you're so wide open, start, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I pretty much am. I'm like, because I could do like the usual thing of, okay, you know, how did you get into the business or what's your favorite part of it? But I mean, I guess I'll, let me leave it up to you. I mean, where do, where do you think is the best spot for you to start? Okay. Just kind of kind of breaking down everything you do. Well, okay. So I guess the, like when people say to me, you know, how like, you know, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. You see. Okay. Now he's, he's throwing it on me. You guys you see how that is. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, uh, was a competitive Olympic figure skater. Okay. And my entire life was focused around that. And so a lot of my story is how do you go from, you know, Olympic figure skater to married to divorce to, uh, you know, webcamming, uh, working in the adult industry as a director, and then flopping to the other side and being a performer, dancer, strip club owner, then starting your own swimmers club, and then a wedding planner. And then, you know, writing a book, putting it all together in a book, and then it becomes an international bestseller. And then you're now being told you should do a podcast. And then now I'm a writer, and I'm writing the second book and a documentary. And, um, Oh, what else am I doing? Oh, and then I developed a CBD personal lubricant. And so it's like my whole story is like when life throws you these curveballs, it's like, where do you take them? What do you do with them? And, you know, what obstacles did I get challenged with along the way to put me where I am, which is now, holy crap, motivational speaking. So I travel and I teach, uh, you know, I do seminars and educational courses. I do, um, I write for different sex positive uh, platforms. I do a sex positive podcast. Um, and I'm a lifestyle coach now. So I coach people in the swimmer lifestyle community about what not to do. I teach people <laughs> don't do the mistakes that I make. Right, uh, right. Don't go down this road. Take that turn this, instead. Do that. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when I was married, I always say that um, I think I still would have been married to my husband if we had had the guidance that I offer people now. We didn't have that then. And so we made major mistakes that cost us a 14-year marriage with two kids, you know. So, but yeah, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 
that, that's, that's the that's the, the cliff notes rundown that is version. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's you know that's like what I was saying. So I just interviewed somebody for my show, and you know my podcast is all about um, breaking the misconceptions of people that are all you know in the swinger lifestyle community or BDSM community or people that are in the adult industry that we're not all drug addicts. We're not all you know didn't finish high school and didn't get a college degree. And it's interesting because the people that I interview. Uh, the one that I just interviewed was, um, well, she was in the, what would she say? The uh, Air Force. She served in the Air Force for four years, got a, has a college degree in something I've never even heard of, like a, like physiology with the, you know, uh, it's crazy, you know, and then um, became a porn star because she says she likes to fuck. I was like, wow, all right. Yeah, why, yeah, why not? Yeah, you like yeah. it and, and, and you're going to get paid and make money off of it and yeah, so, go, I mean, go just, for it. Goes to show you, it goes to show you. And then the, another one that I interviewed, she was a medic in the army for six years and she's a uh, one year away from being a cardiologist. And, and she's like the gangbang queen of the industry. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it's, it, well, it's funny. It's like I said, it's the misconception that people it have really of, of the industry. And, and I've talked to so many people over the years of doing my show that they, they all have the same, like a similar story of like, oh yeah, you know, they, you know, they, they, they were in the army. They were doing this. Yeah. They were, had some other job and have a college degree. So it's not like people. And, and I think the industry has kind of started to overcome a lot of that stigma over the last couple decades. But you still, but you still, but you still get some people that are still kind of focused on the the dark side of it. Right. And I mean, that's what the swinger lifestyle community, too. I mean, that's, you know, why I write articles and uh, bring guests on in that as well, because people think that they think that I walk around with a bell at 11 o'clock at night and I like ring the bell and I go, all right, everybody close off. Penis is out. Vagina is over. Let's get started. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's not like that. So, you know, it's whatever we can do to just educate one person at a time through the seminars, through the podcast, the writing, whatever it may be. It's crazy, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's ne- it's never a dull moment for you. There's I mean, especially when you're when you're you're managing all this stuff. You're trying to keep up with everything. You're trying yeah. to keep your own personal life in check while managing everything else that you do. So, hey, I, I give you a ton of credit for it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. And I used to be able to, you know, when when I was younger, I could breastfeed one kid while I was emptying the dishwasher and you know having a phone call. And now, no ways. One thing at a time. I cannot multitask anymore. So everything has to be written down one at a time. <laughs> right. So I got to get on the schedule. Okay. All right. From from four to yeah. five. Okay, we're doing this five to six. That okay. Here's a fifteen minute break in between. And okay, now six p.m. Right in there. Like today's, you put the laundry away. The laundry's in the dryer. Don't forget about it. Don't don't forget it's in the washer. Like right now, actually, the laundry's in the washer. I have to go switch that. See. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so, okay. Once we're done here today, okay. Make sure to get that laundry out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One thing at a time. And I call my mom and I apologize. I tell her I'm sorry that I yelled at you when you said you forgot things because I understand now. I get it. <laughs> Yeah, when you have that much on your plate, it's easy to, <laughs> to start forgetting things. And even if it's something as trivial as the laundry, because I mean, we've all been there when you're laying in bed at night and you're like, crap, I did not <laughs> take yeah. that out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I guess how, how did you take that, that turn from competitive, you know, figure skating to the adult industry? I mean, is it something that you had always had a, a thought of doing or is nope. it? Like Not the a, switch flipped one day and or somebody brought it up to you and said, hey, you know, you should do this. 
Nope, it's the craziest thing. I mean, it's like, you know, I grew up, like I said, when I grew up figure skating, um, you know, I, I didn't have sex. My friend, I didn't drink. I didn't smoke because my goal, my life was skating and I wanted to, you know, go to the Olympics. And I got injured when I was 18 years old and um, kind of, you know, was like, oh my God, now what am I going to do? Because I just knew I couldn't, you know, you can only pop so many ibuprofen to try to handle the pain. And so, um, yeah, I got my theater degree and I got married and uh, moved to Sweden with my husband. And when we came back, it was during two, I owned, I actually opened a mobile fitness company for children. So I was over the, I coached ice skating in Sweden. So I was still in the ice skating like world, but just not as a competitor, uh, came back to the United States, to California and opened my fitness company for kids. And then 2008, the housing market hit and or crashed. And uh, that was when all my home daycares where I was traveling to and teaching these fitness classes, they started closing because parents were losing their jobs and their homes. And so they were pulling their kids out of daycare. And that, you know, I always tell my ex-husband it's his fault that I'm in the point industry. <laughs> it is because he, I was taking a bath and he came into my bathroom and he said, you know, how's the fitness company going? And I said, it's not going good. Like, you know, cause I was losing all this business. And he says, well, you know, girls sell their underwear online. And I was like, um, gross. No, they don't. And how do you know that? And that, <laughs> That led to like the next day, me getting on the internet and I typed in like buy juicy panties. And I was like, no shit, they really do. And so I went down to Ross and I bought underwear and came home and took photographs and built a website and put my ad on Craigslist and sold $400 in a day. Husband comes home and I said, look what I did. And he's like, are you freaking kidding me? I was joking. And I was like, oh, well, I made $400. And he said, keep going. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't stop now. Keep, yeah, people are buying, you know, sell, sell, sell. And then and that's where it all, you know, everything went from there. You know, I never, ever, I started dancing at a strip club when I was 35. Never, never danced in my life. I was an ice skater. Um, I started modeling um, at 30. Um, got a job. I had a degree in theatrical production. So I got a, I got on a site called Sexy Jobs to look for modeling jobs and got hired as a director on a porn set. And when I was on the porn set, the girls were making, you know, a decent amount for each scene. And I was making crap for driving all the way to LA and being there all day dealing with them. And so the male talent was like, you know, you should be a porn star. And I was like, no ways. I'm 30. I think I was 36 years old at the time. And he's like, yeah, but you were better than her. And I was like, you know what? Okay, screw it. I'll do it. And there you go. So yeah, I never, I never would have imagined in a million years that I would be where I am right now. Um, When I wrote my book, that was somebody that came to me and said, you know, I heard about your story. You should write a book. And I was like, I'm not a writer. And they were like, well, you should. And so they helped me write it, part of it. And then they gave it back to me halfway through the middle. They said, they don't have time to help me finish that. It's here you go. It's your book. And I was like, no, no, I don't know what to do with that. And COVID hit. And so I finished my book and now I'm writing my second one and now I write for all these platforms so apparently I'm a writer I have no idea hey sometimes you just stumble across it and it yeah. comes a hit so hey nothing wrong with that That's I mean one, one book down another one to to, to yeah, go no, I mean I'm loving it I'm loving writing I write I write blogs every week or like articles to go along with my um my my, my podcast guests and um and I'm loving it. And I, I, I just finished writing this. Well, I wrote the script for my documentary and we uh, just sent the documentary off to editing. And who would have thought? I had no idea. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, when you have an interesting story to tell, uh, people will, will listen to it. That, that, that's for sure. So, yeah, well, that's kind of my message. My message is, you know, I, I talk a lot about the, um, when I do my seminars, I talk about the, I should have, would have, could have. So the people that I come across in my life who I webcam for, or, um, you know, I, I coach cause I coach couples and who say to me, you know, I, I, sh- I wish I had gotten out of that job 20 years ago, or I shouldn't have stayed in that marriage just for the sake of the kids. You know, now I'm 60 years old and I'm starting my life all over again. And it's, you know, kind of that message of don't wait till, you know, you think it's too late. Live your life for you. Just 
go with the flow and you can't let people, you can't get be, be judged. You know, that's a big thing. Yeah. If you have that idea that you think could be a hit, do it. Do yeah, it. Just, 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 just go for it. As, as we've seen what, what worked with you, just like, oh yeah, you should do this. Oh yeah. Like if the people read my, so my second, my first book is, you know, it, it's very, there's sad things. I mean, I, I've gone through two major lawsuits. I, you know, I've been put in debt um, and things that I, if I go back, I would go, oh my God, I would never have done that again. Okay. But I think that those are the things that maybe, you know, were thrown my way to test me to, to put me where I am today, you know? So um, like I, I developed a CBD personal lubricant. Now remember, I'm the girl that doesn't smoke pot. So I knew nothing about CBD, <laughs> but somebody said to me, you should do this. And I was like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. So I started studying CBD and <laughs> you know, invested $20,000 to develop the CBD lubricant. And I had no idea that now I was trying to get a merchant account and insurance and um, it's considered a medical device. And so nobody wants to touch it. And I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. So, I mean, it's like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, you go through something <laughs> as simple as that where it's like, oh yeah, CBD. I mean, CBD is like the, the big yeah. thing these days. Yeah. And yeah, CBD lubricant. I mean, you say, you're like, you don't you know smoke or anything like that you're like yeah well but yeah you should do it yeah sure why not then you're like oh great now you find out now you've dug yourself with this huge hole now i have dug myself a huge i mean you know and and i developed that was two years project of you know trying to trying to develop a lube a lube that um that i wanted you know something that wasn't sticky something that didn't taste like crap you know something that um um was you know 100 percent like you could you could actually eat it and not die um and I've got an amazing product, but it's been a challenge. That's for sure. <laughs> I thought the adult industry was difficult to get a merchant account and insure. Yeah, this is yeah, hard. Now, now, yeah, now, now the CBD road. Now you're, <laughs> yeah. Now you're fighting with fighting that battle. Now where it's okay, you're fighting the the adult industry battle. Yeah. Now you're in the, the CBD world, and now that's a totally different animal. Totally different. Uh, yeah. So that's been a big challenge of mine. Um, running a swingers club. You know, I never. I, that, that just fell into my lap. That was dancing in a strip club. And the owner of this, or the manager of the strip club said, Hey, I understand you and your husband used to dabble in the swinger lifestyle. And I'm like, yeah, we did. We're divorced because of it. And he's like, okay, would you like to run a swingers event here? And I'm like, what? Like what? what? And I knew nothing about it. And he said, my, my, uh, the owner of my building will invest $50,000 in you. And I said, all right, where do I sign up? I'm ready. Let's do it. So, <laughs> But Hey, that gives you a ton of credit that somebody can just look at you and and know you for I mean I don't know how long you had known him before he brings up that that offer. Yeah, not I mean, very long. Not yeah, very long. Yeah. It, it, I mean, but if somebody's coming to you and saying, "Okay, we see you just interacting with you sporadically or not very often," saying, "Okay, we want you to run this swingers club. We're going to invest fifty thousand yeah. dollars in it," you know, and you're, and you're not out there actively like. Constantly saying, hey, can I do this? Can I do this? And they're like, no, here, just you want to do it? Uh, okay. That's exactly what my, that's what my seminars and my coaching is about. And, you know, and that's what I want. That's why I share my story as many places as I can. And I want listeners to know, like, um, you know, you, some people go to college to study something. And most people that you talk to aren't even working in the field of what they studied. And, um, and for me, um, everything that I've done, you know, CBD lube, um, it's all been a challenge running a swingers club. Um working in the porn industry. This is nothing that, you know, I was trained to do. I, I don't even watch porn. I don't even watch my own porn. Like I really don't. I don't want to. No, thank you. Um, but, <laughs> you, you lived it once. You don't need to go back and, and right? put it yeah. again. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's all been like a, it's, it's a lesson, you know, you learn and you, you learn what to do right and wrong. And so I thought, 
you know, okay, maybe I was thrown all these obstacles and stuff because ultimately I'm now here to help people don't make the mistakes that I made. So number one, don't develop a CBD personal lubricant. <laughs> Unless you're prepared to yes. be number fighting, two, be fighting legal battles. <laughs> exactly. Don't don't rent a three thousand. Too good to be true. It's, it's not. It's not there's, there's something wrong, right? Yeah, a ten thousand yeah. square foot mansion for three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars by Korean people that barely speak English. Don't sign the lease. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do it. It's not going to end well. <laughs> no, nope, nope, for sure. <laughs> so that's kind of my situation yeah so we'll see where i go from here who knows <laughs> yeah and, uh, hey trust me it doesn't seem like you're at any loss of any excitement in no. <laughs> in your world yeah, exactly. or, or within within the next few months that there'll be some other project or product that you'll be you know working on especially uh. now i mean now that you've you've jumped into the into the podcast world i mean, I mean, I mean what gave you the, what did why did you decide to jump into the, the podcast world? This. Um, because uh, I, I, I think I was like on a site called XBiz. It's like a networking site for the adult industry, but it's everything from people that sell adult websites to products, to toys, to attorneys, you know, just anything in our world, uh, D, D, you know, DMCA complaint attorneys and accountants and stuff like that. And somehow or another, I must've written somebody about a podcast because all of a sudden I was speaking with my current producer and he was developing a podcast for me. And so now, you know, I've turned my office up. So my office upstairs is now a podcast room. I've got all this equipment, which means that I now actually do my other computer work downstairs in the uh, guest bedroom, which is actually the webcam room slash, slash swinger party room, playroom. It's crazy. My, my kids come into the house and they just shake their heads and I go, I'm sorry. I don't even I'm know. Sorry. <laughs> right? <laughs> crazy just so. just make sure just make sure you knock before coming in that that's that that's oh, it they won't even they won't even come in. like i'm like i'm like i'm in my office and they're like which one and i'm like downstairs and they're like nope i'm like you guys just get in here i'll talk to you nope yeah no 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 you let me you you come out of there when you're done yeah. I don't <laughs> they won't touch my phone like if i'm like can you please help me with snapchat they're like no ways i'm not touching your snapchat <laughs> <laughs> so oh goodness yeah i just i sometimes just sit here and i laugh and i shake my head but my second book is um is really funny. So I'm doing a, my, my, my books are now a series. So my second book is all about things I have seen in the swinger lifestyle community. And I have seen some stuff. <laughs> I could imagine. I, I'm sure, yeah. especially, you know, being in, a, in the community yourself to begin with and right. now running a, a club. Yes. Um, so now you see the types of people that come in <laughs> oh, God. And, and, and I'm sure in that case, you hear all the complaints of people exactly uh, it's like oh my god it is like so the adult industry to be honest with you is is very um from my experience everybody's very moral and um mature and it's business you know you show up to set you know what you're supposed to do you do your scene you get paid you're done the swinger lifestyle community is like a sorority house times 20 like it's awful <laughs> yeah but it, because in the swinger world you're dealing with regular people and their own uh personalities and issues and, yeah, and, know, and feelings and feelings yeah, yeah I mean, exactly and that's what i try, try to teach people that's exactly it it's, it's emotions um and you've got to learn just like in the adult industry you have to learn how to separate you know your intimacy when you are have a boyfriend and you know you're sexually active versus when you're on set and you're shooting a scene it's the same with the swinger lifestyle community you know you've got to differentiate from you know my husband and i or my wife and i are here to uh, you know, um, spice up our marriage together, our time together, you know, intimately, but yet uh, you can't fall in love with the people that you're playing, that we call it playing with, you know? 
Just don't get your emotions involved because that's when there's problems. Right, right. And then they come to you and say, oh, great, we we came here, it, it ruined everything, and it's all your fault. It's like, well, I didn't do it. I'm just, I'm running the place. You showed up here on your own. It's not like I forced you into it. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. And then we get, um, you know, the, my whole thing about, like, you know, like, be who you are and live your life for you. We get a lot of people that will show up at my parties, and then, like, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, my God, that's my coworker, or that's my that's my father. And I'm like, that's awesome. Go say hi. Like, it's one, one of the things you have to hire from, you know? Yeah. So. I once hired, that's one of my favorite stories. I hired a 22 year old girl to work the door for me and she was young and I didn't really want to do it, but she needed a job and she was very mature and sweet. And uh, she was at the front door and I was going to introduce her to some regulars and they, they arrived and I said, Hey, you guys, I want you to meet. And I turn around and she's gone. Can't find her. And they were like, who? And I'm like my new door girl, but I don't know where she went. Long story short, she's heard that I went to go find her. And I was like, you know, what are you doing? And she goes, I can't go out there. And I said, yes, you can. You work for me. And she goes, nope, that's my dad. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen it all. I was going to say, awkward. Okay. But hey. (laughs) By the end of the night, they were smoking a joint together and they were as happy as could be. (laughs) See, look look at this. You're bringing people together throughout this whole process. Call my dad. Tell him that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, bring him on. Let's let's talk. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Yeah. So I was gonna say, so 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 you're working on your, your second book now, and you said now, so there's so there's gonna be more in a whole series. Is is it all gonna be related to your own your life and your yes, experiences? Uh, everything, everything anybody reads in my book is 100 percent true. There's no exaggerations, they are true. Um, so the first book really just kind of talked about, you know, my ice skating career and uh things that I had that you know that I dealt with in skating, and then um on to it went all the way through to you know working in a brothel and running a swingers club. And so now each series is going to focus on just one segment of that. So this one is about the lifestyle, the swinger community. The next one's going to be all about the adult industry. And the next one's going to be all about um, uh, working in a brothel, like what that's all about. But um, I don't have a lot of time to write because I'm so busy with everything else. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, I mean, they're, they're not going to be expecting it like <laughs> quick. You know, some people can really, you know, churn out books fast. If that's uh, all they're doing is writing. But when you're, you know, you know, doing a podcast, you're doing your own, your own website, you're yeah. running a, a club. You're doing all these to, different things. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's hard because a lot of the things that I do, you know, don't make a living yet. Um, you know, uh, and and so you've got to do the things that still do make a living. You know, um, webcaming, for example, I still webcam. I still work for uh, Dr. Susie's Institute. I'm a therapist, the chat agent for her. I travel. I do seminars, the lifestyle coaching. I still shoot in the industry. And then uh, the podcast and the articles for the podcast and the second book and the documentary and I'm a wedding planner too, but I tried to get rid of that, but my PR person's making me bring it back. Ugh. So, well, I mean, Hey, if you're that good, if, if people are, you know, I, I, asking I, I, for it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, got thrown in the wedding industry because somebody was like, God, you are really good at running swingers events. You should be a wedding planner. You'd think I would have said, no, 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 I'm good. I've, I've got enough on my plate. I was like, sure. Why not? All right. <laughs> I was going to say, you would, you would think they'd be two totally different types of events, but may, so. maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming if you jumped into it like that, I'm assuming you're going to tell me it's just pretty similar. <laughs> that's, that, well, that's what I, that's what I said. That's what I try to say to people. They go, what is like a swingers event like? And I said, imagine that you're at a wedding 
with catering, with a DJ, dancing, security, walking around, entertainment, maybe, party favors. And the difference is there's rooms if you want to go and have sex. Go for it. <laughs> That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. And, and not too much different from a wedding. If you're at a hotel, the people just kind of yeah. go, go their own way. So it's, uh, well, I think that's kind of what people don't understand that whole aspect of the, of the swinger club where people just think it's just people going into a room, breaking off and, and, and having sex. Right. right. And then um, there's so many very, you know, that's the other thing I, I write about and I talk about is that, you know, the variations of the swinger lifestyle community. It's not just a husband and wife, how he says with another husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, there's the exhibitionists and the voyeurs and the illicit unicorn and the hot wifing and the cuck holding. And there's so many different variations to it. So you know, and it's interesting when somebody's a date, like if they're, I call them a vanilla, if they're vanilla on my date at my party, they stand there and they just look and I'm like, what? And they're like, I can't believe you've had sex with all these people. And I'm like, I've had sex with none of these people. <laughs> <laughs> these are my guests. Like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what do, what do you think I'm doing here? It's their, it's their initiation to get in, right? <laughs> right. Uh, they got to go through you first before oh they can. That's it. When they walk through the door, they have to see you. Yes. You know, take take care of business and then if they pass the test yes. oh they God. move on they move on to the to the party otherwise they're shown the door and and right. say, okay you know you got to work you give them that yeah. list of okay like you said you're you know, about you know self-help and okay you have to work on these things <laughs> before you can come back again for another initiation right 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 yeah here take yeah. a few weeks okay work on these these were your strong yeah. points but you failed on these four things so oh. sorry i can't let you in here tonight but That's maybe it. in a month or two you come back and we'll try okay. it again and then I see, you know, just running my club, I see a lot of other lifestyle clubs doing, you know, and I'm not going to say it on here because this is, that's part of my, my, uh, my, 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 my tricks or my sneakiness is that they're doing some crazy illegal stuff that they don't realize is illegal, you know, until, until I tell them what can happen if they do. Which right. is, like if, you can't be sleeping with your guests. Let's put it that way. Right, right, right. That. Yeah, it's just kind of an ethics boundary at some point with it <laughs> well, yeah so the, the the joke at my club is that when somebody's like can you do ever get to play and i'm like i'll give you a blowjob later on can you just fix this for me and so somebody also yells she owes 8432 blowjobs you're the 43rd one you know whatever right <laughs> i'm to the list all right well, yeah, don't worry we'll get to you at some point just wait it out yeah. so it's, the, it's the joke of the club it's like you know don't worry she just adds you to the list and I'm yeah. like, there we go. you add them to the list <laughs> Don't worry. Some, somebody else would take care of it for you. Exactly. You know, <laughs> exactly. That would be perfect. <laughs> I was gonna say, that, that's why you have people. That's why you're in charge of it. Then you have people working for you because you right, can you, you can go. divvy out those um, those those <laughs> jobs to everybody else. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. See? <laughs> I'm already look. My brain's turning. I'm like, hmm, who would I send where? <laughs> hey, hey. If it, if it works out, you know, just. Don't forget where you heard it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so what's I mean, what's I mean? I know you have a lot on your plate already, but I mean, what's what's next for you? I mean, what's what's uh, what do you I mean? I guess what else? I mean, you already went through a lot of what you're working on, but I mean, is there anything else um, um, in the pipeline? So well, what I've got, what we're doing right now is I'm working with, I'm working, we're rebranding my entire, so right now I have, um, you know, a CBD lubricant, so I, let's just call it, I have my products on one website, I have my coaching on another website, like my coaching and seminars and booking me. And then I have the podcast website with the articles. And then um, I've got the swinger website. And so we're trying to put this all into one platform and uh, rebranding me completely. And my, my ultimate focus is really um, 
get my documentary out there, get my second book out there and um, really focusing on my online coaching program. So you don't necessarily have to have a one-on-one Zoom session with me or in-person session with me, but you can buy my my coaching and stuff like that, access to, you know, my insider information, if you want to call it that on um, online. So that's a big undertaking, all of that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's a lot you have. Uh... <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do. It's crazy. I mean, I, I don't think I'll sleep tonight because I've got so much still on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Hey, well, if you need to get it done, just, just crack open that Red Bull vodka and, uh, and then, you know, for sure you won't be sleeping tonight. <laughs> This is, this is true. I wonder if anybody left. I know there's vodka down there. I wonder if they left any Red Bulls. That's hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you probably if you dig, uh, you dig yeah. deep enough. I'm sure there's there's got to be something good down there for you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, but no, but yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, with everything you have going on now, for what you're working on now, and with the documentary now, is that something that? they're going to do like a whole like film crew with you and you sit down and talk about everything or is well, it going to kind of um, be I, a, I, I did very, it. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, the documentary again, um, you know, uh, somebody came to me and said, uh, I read your book and um, have you thought about putting it in a documentary? And I said, no, thank you. And they said, you know, but you should. And I said, I can't, I've got so much going on. Um, but we did. So um, I wrote the script and I hired the camera crew and um, the performers and we've shot everything. Pretty much we've shot everything. Uh, the girl that plays me, she plays the younger me in my in my film. Uh, she was my old ice skating student when she was 10 years old and she's now 30 years old. So that's kind of neat. Uh, but she had to go back to renew her visa in England and uh, hasn't come back yet. And so <laughs> because of COVID. Uh, okay, yeah. COVID, yeah, so I've had to do a little bit of, you know, like we'll call it finagling and changing things around. Um, and then, of course, all my all the all the content went to the editor who then kind of backed out on his original deal. And so, you know, again, here we go with another obstacles that have been thrown at me. But it's now it's just been sent again to a new editor. However, I tracked it last night. It's supposed to go to New England and it's going to Texas. And so now we're trying to figure out why the hell it's going to Texas. So this is my life. I mean, it's just like, I just sometimes sit there, I shake my head and I go, really? Like what next? Like, what else? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess at this point, I guess you don't really have an ETA on when that will actually um, make its way out. <laughs> I have said, I have told this new editor that I would really, really like it out in six months. Okay. So I want my document okay. to be released in six months. And it, it's, it's, it's the exact, it's not word for word for my book. Okay. But because we added stuff, but it is all true stories. And I've tried to cast as many people in it that actually play themselves in, in my film um, and film it at the places. So for example, the scenes that take place at the, at the ice rink take place in the rink that I started skating when I was three years old. Um, the strip club is the original strip club that I started dancing at that my friend still owns and he plays himself in my movie. So it's really actually pretty neat because it's not so much of a sit down interview documentary, you know, it's okay. more turned out like kind of turned out into like a film. I was going to say that that's why I think at first when you're like a documentary, I was just picturing you know, you yeah. sitting down, talking, then, you know, going back and clips and then like, you know, here's the picture. Okay, here's the strip club. Here's the ice That would have been easier. No, we, we, we did a little twist on it, which I can't share, but we did a pretty damn good twist. But because we lost my skating student for like the last like four scenes that I really needed, those I have to do in documentary format because I have no other choice unless right. I can find somebody that looks like her and me. And that's just a pain in my ass. Yeah. So, um, but, but, but it sounds, but it's interesting. I mean, I, I think how you did it, with the twist you took on it, 
I think that yeah. will make it a lot more interesting to, yeah, it's, to, it's to watch. It's pretty good. We've sent it to the uh, my new editor. Uh, again, like, you know, the, the life, how things happen for a reason. I definitely believe in that. This uh, editor was, he reached out to me on Facebook and said that he's been trying to get in touch with me. They want to cast me in their documentary. Okay. And he's got a lot of awards, like film festival awards. And so we've been talking about that simultaneously. My current editor says, you know, oh, I'm going to have to charge you this now. So I'm like, no, no, no. So I contact that guy and I said, "Hey, do you mind a chance edit as well?" And so we made a deal. He says, "If you if you if you fill if you uh, perform in my documentary, the, you know the one that he wanted to hire me for, um, he will edit my documentary that I made." So that's where we're at now. So it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you get it all sorted out soon because if we can, I, you you have me hooked on 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 this story now of of you know just just really meeting you and and chatting with you. How did you find me? I don't even remember. I don't know. I think somehow we, we connected through through Instagram and the social media worlds okay. and everything just kind of, I don't know, how, how everything blends together when you, you come across people. Right? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It is you crazy. never know how it works out. Then it's like, hey, okay, cool. You know, you want to be on the podcast? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Screw it. Why not? Let's do it. You know, just you get the word out there and you start promoting <laughs> things as much as you can. So it's like, no, you come on here. You start talking about it. And I'm like enthralled in this now. I'm like, I, I, I got to see this thing now. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, you know, you never want to say, what is that called? Like, you know, boost toot my own horn or whatever. Right. But right. Um, right. Like the documentary is it's pretty damn good. But now I've sent it to the editor. Now this is, you know, he won, he's won all these film festivals. Um, So he's ultimately going to, you know, come to me and say, this is awful. Or he's going to say, holy shit, this is really good. So um, if it wasn't in Texas right now, we would know shortly, but yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh my God, I don't even know. I contacted the camera guy. I said, where did you send two doc? You sent two things, one to Texas. And he goes, shit, did they both go to Texas? And I go, apparently, because I tracked it and it's going to Texas. And he goes, crap, they will reforward it to him. I'm like, oh my God, my life. How I know. Just delaying it a little bit more. So, so hopefully by the end of the year, yes, it, will, it will be done and, and ready. Yes. And, and the can... book is almost the book. The, my second book is my publisher came over the other day and she looked at it and she says, you're ready. And this is how I am. I'm like, no, I'm not done yet. I still have to do this. Same thing that happened with my first book. You know, you, you're, this is why I tell people your story is never going to be done. So no, if, you're writing, no. if you're writing a memoir about your life, you better just put that into parts too, because it's never going to be done. So. Right. Right. Because you, you, you're going you're, you're to try to tweak everything. And okay, is this a good spot to stop or whatever? Yeah. But you, you're not really going to want to put a period on it at that point. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's always a little to be continued. Yep, it's really so working it's on like, that and the document. I don't know if I would do another documentary though. That was a huge undertaking too. That one and this lubricant. <laughs> yeah. Unless unless it's a huge hit, then people true. are or people That's are true. saying, "Hey, we want another one." Then it's oh, like, God. okay, they 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 drive that dump truck full of money to your house. It's like well, you would think, all right, I, I guess. <laughs> the way I work, people people are like, "I don't understand why you're not a multimillionaire. You work so damn hard." I do work. I'm so really hard. Someday. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I guess that's the hope we all have, right? You know, that, that, like I said, you work on so many different things. Yeah. Wanting that, okay, one of them is going to be the, you know, the big hit, and then you can scale back everything yeah, else. Just to put my focus, because, you know, the thing too is like, you know, you to like hire a personal assistant, for example, right? Well, nobody's going to write my book like I write my book, right? Nobody's going to do my podcast interviews or my articles like I do them. It's, it's my heart. It's mine, you know? Um, 
but like I have hired somebody to handle my social media. I have handled hired somebody to help me get the lubricant out there to different, you know, dispensaries and adult stores and stuff like that. So where I can get people to help, I do. And computers, if there's anybody listening that wants to just be my live-in technical assistant, like I can cook for you. Um, <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. I mean, when it's your own projects, it's your own story, you're the best one that can tell it. I mean, yeah. that, that that's it. If it comes to, you know, stuff where it's okay, you know, post some pictures, do some things, write a little blurb here and there that you can kind of yeah. pass off. Nobody knows the difference. Then yeah, you can give that to somebody else. But got a social it, media guy that's amazing. But you know, I am also like that poor thing, you know, there'll be like 80 messages a day in Instagram, like of the private messages that he's got to go through and figure out, you know, which ones are actually legit of somebody that wants me on their podcast or wants I, to be a guest. And then Got to get that information over to me. Then, you know? Yeah, right. Then just garbage of some. Oh God, who knows what. I don't even. I don't even want to know. That's another project we're working on. And if there's any other adult performers listening, screenshot every nasty thing these jerks send you, and we're putting together a coffee book, all of us together. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've certainly seen what people have sent or said yeah. over the years, and. Uh, Certainly not envious of that part. I responded to one today. Am I? Can I swear on your show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So he says, um, he says, you want to fuck me, right? And he keeps writing it, writing it, writing it. Like you're so excited. So I finally wrote him back today, and I said, I've been waiting my entire life to fuck you. I'm so glad that you wrote me. I, 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 where do I find you? How do I get there? When? What time? And he writes back, and he's like, really? And I'm like, no, you dumbass. <laughs> It's like yes, yes, because you sending a DM on Instagram is is, is your your ticket in the in the door. <laughs> yes, oh, these men, boys, listen, don't do it, and don't send us your dick pictures. It's, it's awful, especially when it looks like some of them. I'm like, right. <laughs> and yeah, that that's one of those I could never understand. Where it's like, why why do people think that? Okay, I'm gonna send right. this. I'm gonna send this dick pic, and she she's gonna love it, and then we're gonna have sex. It's yeah. Like, I I don't think. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think any any woman has ever got that as the first you know message. It's like, oh yeah, come on over. Here's my address. But some of my divorce like mom friends, you know, they're you know they're out on the dating market and they're like, look at his dick, and I'm like, ew, did you ask for it? And they're like, yeah, I want to know what I'm working with, and I'm like, oh my god, like, and I'm totally opposite. I'm like, please don't send that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, to each their own, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, if, it's, well, I guess it, it's one thing if, if it's solicited and they said, hey, send it over, then okay, whatever. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, if they ask for it, if we ask for it, okay, then fine. But right, yeah, fine. yeah. But when you're just sending it blindly to everybody that you're following, it's like, dude, right. yeah, it, it's not going to work. I, I actually have fun writing sometimes if I do pop into my social media, to, I write them and I go, this is her personal assistant and I'm from Bangladesh and I really don't care to see your penis right now, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but uh, no, exactly. no, not at all. And and now you're blocked. So see ya. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, that's for sure. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> and, and I give you a lot of credit for what you're going through there and what you're working on because you, you got a the, the shit ton of stuff on your plate. So hey, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, I, just, I forgot. There's like another two other projects I'm working on. I was going to write that down too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you put them on the list. Don't forget about them. No, you wake up in the middle of the night a, and say, crap, I didn't do that. Doing a tour, doing a tour um, about like uh, 
Oh, watch the uh, the short version. Short version would be that uh, there is not just shadow banning and social media, you know, uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, profiles being taken down for adult industry performance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're actually starting to now, you know, tell comedians what they can or can't say. Tell wrestlers how they actually can or can't uh, do their routines um, in the rings and stuff like that. And so it's it's like, you know, everybody's being, trying to be controlled in their art and stuff. And so they've invited me to be on this tour now. So we're doing that. <laughs> Like, okay. Well, okay. Hey. Just and then, um, and then they found out I was an event planner and did trade shows, and they were like, "Oh, do you want to handle over?" Oh my God, no! <laughs> oh. Please, pretty please. Like, All right, sure. For that, and then we're working on. I just uh, had a meeting on Friday night for a, a series that uh, somebody's doing, and they want me to be a part of that. So, whew, I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll have another beer. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Take, take some time. Crack open another one, and yeah, right? and, and try to try to relax a little bit at least, yeah. at least while you're you're going through the process. <laughs> I know it's crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> hey, but, but hey, but hey, hey, Corlin, it was great chatting with you. I appreciate <laughs> you coming on here. Thank you and, for having me. I appreciate have you. crack open a cold one, uh, and just going over everything you have going on. Even if it's just hey, it's just getting it out there and just letting yeah, you just kind of. Get, get crazy and just say, hey, this is what's going on. And Absolutely. sometimes even if you just have to talk it over and hear it yourself and you're like, okay, ah, isn't this is all I have to do. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm, I'm actually sitting here going, oh my God, like I'm crazy. <laughs> I will tell you, know, if any of your listeners, you know, the easiest thing's going to be, which is so nice now is they just go straight to my website, which is that it's Coraline, C-O-R-A-L-Y-N, Jewel, J-E-W-E-L.com. And that's going to have links to everything, the book, the lube, the podcasts, the articles, the coaching, the swingers club, everything. So that'll be nice. Hopefully a documentary soon. <laughs> That's just a, you, you got me hooked on that. I'm like, once this thing is out there, I'm going to be like, okay, where can I find this? Where can I, where can I watch it? Because now I want to know. I mean, don't, he, just hearing the bits and pieces of your journey, I'm like, this sounds like a damn interesting documentary <laughs> to, to go through. So I'll be waiting it's for good. it. I'm excited for it. But hey, hey, but hey, Coralyn, th- thanks again. Good luck to you with yeah. everything you have going on there. Hopefully... You make your way through all the, the legal battles, the documentaries and, and all right. that, that fun stuff. And once uh, once the documentary is out, maybe we'll have to have you back on here. We can uh, break it down. We do like a, a, a little uh, documentary movie review with you. On the absolutely. Thank you again for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Yes. Th- thanks. Thanks again. I appreciate it. She is uh, Miss uh, Coraline Jewell. I am Bumwine Bob. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. I need a beer.